Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. For the first time, I don't know. But I'm glad we're here together. Maybe you're riding a bike. Maybe you're cooking. Maybe you're curled up in a ball near a fireplace. Maybe you're walking down a busy street. Maybe you're, I don't know what you're doing. Whatever you're doing. I'm glad you're doing it with me. So grateful I woke up this morning with no desire to drink alcohol. A couple weeks ago, one beautiful, unplanned chain of events led to another one, and I was... doing some 12-step work in front of a drugstore. My wife was there, and a friend of mine was there, and another friend of mine from Alcoholics Anonymous showed up, quote, randomly, unquote. And it was just... A lot of times I imagine illustrating events that are happening in front of me. That's one thing that I do is I, I'm an illustrator amongst other things, but so sometimes when there's a powerful thing happening in front of me, I'm in my mind, I'm drawing it. How would this, what is the essence of this moment? And how would I illustrate this to convey what's happening to other people? It's just part of how I think and, um, there's a few moments where it was just, it would have been a beautiful illustration, you know, just look like, you know, that drawing or that painting or whatever it is of Bill and Bob sitting with the alcoholic and he's on his bed and there's the bottle there. And I guess there's a bunch of them, but it just, you know, (laughs) there were a lot of moments that were just, so powerful to look at. And one of the moments was this 
man showed up that my friend and I know and he's been sober for many years and the guy was just plastered and the man who showed up reached into the drunk man's backpack and pulled out a huge bottle of alcohol and dumped it right by me into a planter. And it was the first time in a long time I had smelled alcohol like that. Boy. I used to crave that. I'm getting emotional talking about it. That ruled my life. That just ruled my life. And it doesn't today. I woke up. I didn't have any desire to have that. And that desire to have alcohol used to be the director of my entire life. Incredible. So grateful for that. It's not because I remember how bad it was. That doesn't do it. <laughs> it's not because I'm special. I'm not. It's not because I of my environment or my surroundings. I got sober exactly on the same ground in the same neighborhood where I drink. It is an inside thing, and it is the result of a connection with a higher power. That's my belief, and that's my experience. So I just woke up so grateful for that. I started to say something at the end of my last show that I wanted to kind of use as a springboard for this episode. And it was towards the end of the show, I remember... I said something, I got a very strong emotion, so I'm just going to run with that. So what I said was something along the lines of, you know, I, I, I'd spent a lot of my life hurting. And if you're hurting, I feel bad that you're hurting. Because I do. And, um, and I did. Spent a lot of my life hurting. I'm not hurting today. And I haven't lived that way for a lot of years, but... It didn't just happen. And, um, and I just, I just, I guess I wanted to talk about how I wanted to talk about that because I know that a lot of people are hurting. And, um, sometimes just knowing that somebody understands that. Helps. A lot of times. 
I spent many years not feeling like anybody understood how much pain I was in. I spent many years trying to convince myself that other people hurt just as bad. As I sit here now saying it, it sounds ridiculous because now I'm certain that people hurt all the time. Just as bad and worse. But for a long time I didn't know that and I was just trying to convince myself that that I wasn't alone. I don't feel that way today. So maybe you're out there. Maybe you're going through something that is just painful. Maybe you're afraid that what you're going through right now is never going to change. You're never going to feel differently about it. There's no hope. There's no end in sight. And that you're alone and that nobody understands, maybe. I don't know. Maybe one or more of those things fits where someone who is listening to this is at. And I guess I don't know. I didn't map this out like I normally do. But I, I guess my goal was to just sort of just be here with you in some sense. If that's what's going on with you. Remember when I was about three years sober, the man, Mike, who really um, showed by example how the principles in the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous, looked as a life. Um, he was talking to somebody else. It was before the big book study and he was talking to somebody else and I was always listening to what he was saying because it was always intriguing to me. And it was intriguing to me because of his aura, because of um, how he would treat people and um, his reaction to everything was different than anything I'd ever seen. Normally you could generally predict where conversations would go. I mean, normally you can kind of predict that. There's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, we all think alike or a lot of people think alike in this regard and you can kind of, not a lot of surprises when you listen to people talk usually, but everything he said was different. Every, sit there and say, 
normally this conversation goes, you know, this is nanosecond thinking stuff, but just normally it's going to go, he's going to say something like this. And he'd say something that was the opposite of that. It was just, so I was always listening to him. It was always surprising. And one time I was sitting there and he said, I can't love my daughter more than I love everyone else. So that would be selfish. And I thought to myself, and the person he was talking to was like, you know, they were, they reacted as if he were insane. And my visceral reaction was similar. And then I was like, if that's true, I am, (laughs) I have light years to go to where I'm understanding that at all. But I understand it today. It's hard to explain beyond that. It's kind of a, just an inner experience of feeling that we are all together and we are all one. Like fingers on a hand. But I definitely understand that now. And I guess I'm sharing that because of that sensation that I feel very aware of the amount of pain that surrounds me. My feet are firmly planted on earth. And I try to keep my head in the clouds with God, but my feet are on the earth. I I see what's going on. I hear it. Turned on the television last night or turned on the television for a few minutes a couple nights ago and it's just there's just so much pain I'm just always looking for love and um but we're all together we're all connected we're all one i feel that i believe that it's an experience that i'm having that tells me that and um i know how many people are afraid and god it took me a very long time to not be afraid in some ways But I also learned that you could experience an instant loss of fear by simply getting present and thinking about God. Having your head quiet. quieter as a result of unblocking yourself through the 12 step process helps helps 
I personally couldn't accomplish anything really at all before I got unblocked. Everything beautiful that I've experienced in terms of peace and experiencing God as I understand him has happened after three through nine for me. I do know that everything's okay. I don't have to know what's going on to say that. I've been in a myriad of experiences where I have been thoroughly convinced everything is not okay. But it is. I guess I just wanted to say, if you don't know that right now, I understand that. I will say that not taking myself seriously has helped me more than I could ever articulate. And that was a process to do that more and more. I've shared on here many times. At first, I was very tightly wound and individual, very, very serious about who I was and what I thought. And everything was very serious. But you don't understand here. My emotions are involved. Do you get it? My emotions are involved. And my emotions are powerful. But. <laughs> I talked about it last time. But now I kind of view my emotions as dogs, almost. I had to. Make an analogy for it. They're dogs that I have. I got like, you know, there's the angry dog. There's the sad dog. There's the happy dog. And, you know, sometimes they don't take them that seriously. They do their thing and. But none of them need a leash anymore. Because the 12 steps have really tamed them, disciplined them so they can, they're free to go everywhere now because they don't eat the furniture anymore. Tear a hole through the wall <laughs> like they used to. <laughs> so anyways, I'm not sure if anybody out there needed to hear that today, but I wanted to put it out there. Maybe you're doing just fine and you're just like, meh, this episode's a wash. Well, get out of self. 
Okay? It's not all about you. Do you ever think about that? Don't make this episode about you if you're if it doesn't apply. Just go help somebody. Stop being so mean. You're hurting my feelings. My feelings are big. My feelings are huge. Today's episode was brought to you by French Roast Coffee. French Roast. <laughs> I can't really tell the difference, but it is delicious. I want to give a shout out to my friends at the Black Rhinos, at the Happy Joyous and Three, which is my home group. I want to give a shout out to a podcast greater than yourself and Sober Gratitude's podcast. Some friends of mine, and um, something beautiful happened a couple weeks ago. Somebody asked us to be godparents to their puppy. So I have a god dog. So I want to give a special shout out to my god dog, whose name is Obi. After Obi won, obviously. So the dog is light side. So the dog is on the side that actually takes effort. (laughs) But anyways, special shout out to Obi. And um, yeah, I'm going to go run now. I'm going to go check my other Instagram account, BeachBod. BeachBod Deuce. Just means... In a way, I have two of them just because I'm just so buff now. All right, I'm going to stop. But please feel free to drop me a line, sarcasticbigbook at gmail, or follow me on Instagram, sarcastic.aa.book. Thank you to the people who have weekly Sarcastic Big Book Zoom meetings. If anybody ever wants the codes to that, I can send you the ones that I have via email. say it again. Everything's okay. I just know it. So I'm deciding right now I'm going to have a beautiful day. And, uh, glad you're here. And I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope 